In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. This week on... The Bachelor. The Thomas drama continues, but is he really there for the wrong reasons? Then, a shocking twist takes place at the rose ceremony. Plus, a blast from the past joins the competition. All that and more, it's the most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I'm Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I am Jared Freed. And we are back with another drama-filled episode of The Bachelorette. But before we get into everything, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You guys can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and stay up to date on everything that's going on in Bachelor Nation at Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. The Bachelor Breakdown is written by Dana. She's awesome. She's hilarious. And you guys can save the date. And that is Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. Okay, guys, we have a lot to cover. Let's start off with the synopsis. So first, we pepper in the game of truth or dare. And then we're not surprised at all by the ghosts of Bachelorette's past. And finally, Thomas gets read harder than an English textbook. Honestly, Blake showing up is crazy. And I can't wait to get into all of that. Even though we kind of knew he was coming, but at the same time, it's still strange that it's episode, what, four or five, four? They did kind of, they did kind of a Blake for Thomas trade, but you could, you could kind of tell that it was kind of edited in a little bit. Like you, it felt like there were two separate episodes going on at the same time, even though this was a good episode, I, I would say this was classic, like we... You know, every week we kind of talk about the show. It's like this episode felt like we're this whole season has felt like the classic bachelorette that we love. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, the the fun of the group dates. We get to see hot people do stupid shit. We get to see a little bit of drama. We get to see someone go home. We get to see someone come back. I thought it was a good episode, but it did feel like the Blake thing was like (laughs) its own. Like we were going back and forth from Blake to the show, you know? Yeah, that felt really bizarre. I don't know what the point of introducing him so early in the episode and then like not really bringing him back up for another hour and 10 minutes was. Yeah. But it felt like in the Avengers when they like teased Thanos at the end of the first Avengers, like with three seconds. And then you're like, they'll, they're like, you'll see him in seven years. Yeah, literally, like two movies later, <laughs> we'll let you know who this is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can Google it if you want to really know until then. Jared, I liked that reference. That was a reference I 100% understood. A, re- a reference <laughs> after your heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay, now let's name that episode. Um, I will go first. I said red flags and scumbags. Um, I can't remember what I wrote down. Uh, I made full disclosure here, guys. I made the outline, but I don't have internet, so I'm going blind here. And I have the memory okay. of a 85 year old burnout on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chris, I'll read your yours on here. That Thomas the Tanked Engine. That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> if you do say so yourself. That uh, is a good one. I had the audition is over. Mm, oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. The audition is over, though. Man, her at the end, that was wild. I was not expecting that. Okay, so we have our first group date, and it is truth or dare. I actually really liked this this group date. You could. It, it was interesting that like they all kind of said it. They're like, "This was so much fun." Like it did feel fun, and it was like, "This is the dream." Like they're like it. it sometimes the last couple seasons, it feels like they were in autopilot. Like you know, think of the audience a little. Like the fact that they had the food out with the calories is so fucking funny. Like oh, it's the, so the, funny. The, yeah, so they have this truth or dare competition, and it's um, every event they have to tape themselves doing the truth or doing the dare. And one of them's, you know, you have to eat a bunch of food, so they get revealed what the food are, and it's like a big forty-six Twinkies and like a mound of of, of mashed potatoes and gravy. And you're like, and then it puts it like the reactions to the calories. I want to see that. Like those are things that they know the audience well enough to know the stuff that like we love making fun of and love seeing these people have to go through. Like. I can't believe they don't do more of this stuff. Like, I was almost angry as I was excited, you know? I know. I'm totally here for a truth or dare, but I'm like, give me something like, make them kiss each other, you know? Give me something a little... Uh, <laughs> Not that kind I, of show. I need, I need fucking higher stakes than watching someone eat goddamn mashed potatoes. If I wanted to see a sad man eat mashed potatoes and gravy, I would look in a mirror. Like, uh, I, I, I want to see some, like, fun, uh, some fun sex stuff. It was interesting to have them wax, and then they're like, and then Trey was like, yeah, just go for my asshole. Like, it was like, like, the time, like, why did he wax there? Like, that was like the one spot. Any other place. And he, because I guess on the card it said, pick the hairiest spot of your body and wax it. And the fact that he went straight for his ass, I'm like, well, now we know. <laughs> yeah, he could have gotten away with anything. That was his decision to reveal that his ass was so hairy. Chest. <laughs> but he went for the asshole. I mean, went straight Brazilian. And that's, I mean, at least she knows now that it is clean. Greg trying to eat the pepper. I mean, was just the most devastating thing. Well, well, that was actually the most interesting part of the, you know, I, I've been, I've said, we've kind of all said from the beginning, Greg, Greg's sensitive Greg is a little suspect. We're not sure what to expect. Yeah. The, it, it's just like too quick, too soon. And then Greg eats the pepper and he goes into this like, and it's actually a move. Like, I, I don't know. Katie didn't really see it. You know, she kind of fell for it. But like the jokey, I love you is a move. Oh, like, yeah. It, it, that is a love bomb maneuver yes, to go I was just to, about to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, oh, it's all jokes, but you did say it. So we did go through the muscle memory of an I love you. And she even says she's like, she goes, it, well, it counts. And she's joking, but she's not like, and it's like, no, this is all very love bomby. Like, this is all very like, and it's like, dude, you could have said anything else during this jokey thing. And you chose to say this. It's just, and it's like, you know, you go one side or the other. You go, oh, it's that's so much fun. Greg is so e it's he's so good at talking about his emotions, even in a jokey way. And to me, I'm like, no, this is someone who's known you two weeks, who is in a love competition, who's making sure that you know that he cares about you that much more, or feels comfortable enough to say that. 
I I feel like this episode kind of sealed the deal in me not liking Sensitive Greg that much. Like I felt like interesting. He was kind of like, for lack of a better term, a wuss. <laughs> like I'm like just mm. I, I don't know. Like I I felt like he was the kind of guy who's like. Uh, well that's a man's job but then he hires someone to do it is like the vibe <laughs> i mean his voice literally changes from vocal fry to regular when it's around her and the men like yeah, when yes. he's around her it's like it's like uh, and he's like tearing up and you're like dude are you a pug like like I, or do you, like like what's going <laughs> why is why are you always so watery like what about you know and then he's with the guys like yeah, I don't know what the deal is. It's like, wait, what What happened to, you know, trembly Greg? I have super bad vibes about Greg, and I have a hot take that I think Greg is no better than Thomas. Interesting. I think that Greg is a love bomber and is kind of like faking his way through this whole thing, but at least Thomas said it out loud. See, I liked when Caitlin Bristow said there's one surefire way to not become The Bachelor and it's talk about how you want to be The Bachelor. And I felt like her vibe was kind of like, obviously, when we applied, we all thought, well, maybe I'll be The Bachelorette. But you don't say it out loud. Like, I felt like she wasn't judging him uh, about wanting to be The Bachelor. She was judging him for, like, being stupid enough to say it out loud. Yeah, rookie moves. yeah and i like i that made me like her more because i'm like yeah she's right though like obviously everyone there has the same thought to me it's caitlin admitting to what a hustler she is like she you know caitlin bristow being on dancing with the stars isn't because she isn't good at being a like a person who can maneuver themselves in the right position like you meet these people. You go to L.A. for five minutes. You guys were out there this summer or earlier this year. Like, you're out there now, okay? You meet those people in L.A. all the time. The people that are professionals at not lying but lying. Like, you get, like, like the non-liar liars are all over L.A. And, like, and it's such a different, like, listen, there's people in entertainment in New York and there's people in entertainment in L.A. And you meet those people and you're like, oh, my God, I'm dealing with a... Like, like a trained professional here. Like they are telling me no to my face while hugging me and not making me feel like I heard a no. So like I think Caitlin is one of those people. She knows how to maneuver herself. She knows how to work it. Like, you know, Ashley I is one of those people. Taish is one of those people. Nick Vial is one of those people. Like there's mm-hmm. a reason there's a reason certain bachelor, former bachelor, bachelorette contestants get to a million followers, and there's a reason only some of them get to five hundred thousand followers. And, and that's it's just the truth. And that's what and that's what Caitlin's basically saying in that scene. And I did feel like Caitlin was like looking at Taisha and Katie, who both also obviously have been bachelorettes. So she's like, we all get it, right? Like, we all did it. Yeah. <laughs> we all played the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, speaking of, you know, Caitlin and Taisha, we saw a lot more of them this episode because we talked about it last episode, how they were like nowhere to be found ever. But we saw a lot of them this episode. They were at the, but when they, yeah, when Katie when Katie says Tasha was the last person I expected to see on the other side of the door. <laughs> it's like you yeah, the last person is the host. I was like that's who you should assume was behind the door. Yeah. Well, and I also noticed that the at the end of the episode they're not listed as hosts. It says special guests, Caitlin Bristow and Tasha Adams. 
Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. We talk all the time about how, like, going to The Bachelor or Bachelorette about someone else is a bad move. And it was interesting to watch two people on the show kind of have that debate. But, like, both sides had good points. Like, Trey's sitting there being like, I don't want her to look back and see that I didn't protect her. And then Andrew's saying, like, no, she's an adult. She's a woman. She's going to figure this out on her own. That's not my responsibility. It was. I thought that was like an interesting part. Like it was like a. It was like a spirited debate. It was actually cool. And it actually made me think about. It's like, what would I rather have? Because mm. they both came up with really good points. Because Andrew was like, let's not. Like this is gonna blow us all up. Like it's gonna ruin the night. It's gonna ruin the vibes. Like all of a sudden, we, none of us get time anymore because one person decided to say something about someone else who's not even here. And and then on the other I, side, it's like, yeah, we know all of this. Like, we should just let her know so we can get him out. I will say, Andrew last night was annoying me. First off, because what he keeps doing the fucking British accent. And I'm like, he loves that accent. Enough. Like, I don't get it. Why do we keep doing this? And... He was like, I can't be manipulated. Like, you can only be manipulated if you let yourself get manipulated. But then he's like sitting with Thomas, believing what he's saying in the next scene. I'm like, no, no, like you got manipulated. That's what happened no, to yeah. you as well. To def- to defend Andrew's British accent, I think it to me, I see that as like, like, I think he has a bad British accent. I can't believe that he thinks it's good. <laughs> but that's the thing. He has his one inside. I think if you have one inside joke with the Bachelorette, you ride it until you get to the next one like there's like (laughs) like you're like i got i got this one thing that we connected on she seems to like it i gotta just keep on you know beating this horse you know yeah but she's even like he's got like that hot accent and i'm like no he fucking doesn't (laughs) like you know he's he's not he can't do that for your entire life um he he might have to (laughs) i don't know i i thought andrew last night i was like if the whole crowd is you got to have mob mentality in this kind of a situation. You don't have to say anything, but you don't have to stand up for it either. I think. Well, then Trey goes and tells her and like, and she comes back and she's like, 
So um, I've heard some things, and then all of them are just like, yeah, totally, uh, Thomas sucks. Like, they all just, like, and immediately. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, everyone ditches. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, no, now that you know, everyone needs to, like, jump in and pile on. Mm-hmm. And Trey gets the rose. Yeah, so he was right. I mean, like, but that do- that also doesn't make t- total sense. You're like, Katie in her season is the tattletale. You know, like whether you know we like Katie or not, she was the tattletale. Yeah. She's gonna reward someone acting like she acted. Like I get that. Like that that makes kind of sense. I wonder if she's like, fuck, I was I shouldn't have been the tattletale. Like now that she's dealing with the tattletales and she's like, now I have to stand by these tattletales because I had done the same that, thing. Because that's me. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, don't- I, I, I thought it was I thought it was interesting that Trey got the rose, though, because I mean, yeah, he did tell her. But in my head, I was not I, I was not expecting that because even Andrew had his little in the moment right before. And they're like, there's no way Trey's getting the rose. <laughs> and then she hands it to him. <laughs> hands it to him. And Trey is like, you know, it was interesting because, you know, Andrew is right, though. Like, Trey didn't get to know Katie on a different level. He just got rewarded for bringing her the gossip. Like, you know, like, Trey... It wasn't like Trey could be like, so Thomas really, we think he's manipulative, and um, so should we kiss? Like, that's not going to be the next... You know, they're not going to ma- have their magical moment. She, like, walks away. Like, so she, he's more informant than boyfriend, than Andrew's more boyfriend than informant. And I think that's... And I think that's... It, it friend zones you. A hundred percent. It puts you, in, and it did that to Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did that to Katie. It, it very much friend zones you because you're trying to trying to be like, I'm trying to help you, blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, but help yourself. Yeah, yeah. It is. It, the second you are the one that starts gossiping, you are not going to be the person that gets, you know, chosen at the end. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to like take home and marry the person who only talks to them about the other people in the house. There's also another thing that you hear from a lot of like bachelor, bachelorette contestants, people who have gone on. They, there are people that are like that they go, Oh yeah, that person was like a friend from minute one. Like there was just no vibe. And it's like the idea that like everyone here and her have this like romantic vibe is not the truth. Like that's just, there's no way. So like, so I would imagine, you know, and uh, you feel that on the other side, it's like, He's not delusional. He's like, well, we're not really like killing it right now, but, and I kind of like I've heard that her and like three of these guys are like killing it right now. I'll be the guy that gets her some. I'll I'll keep the vacation going. Yeah, and also Trey is like, well, Katie tattletailed and she became the Bachelorette. For all yeah. we know, Trey is like the real Thomas <laughs> of the group, <laughs> right? True. But Trey's been awesome. Like I'm a huge Trey fan too. I'm a like Trey that's fan. like. Like he's like he's been like he's the one that got his ass waxed. Like good for him. He got I'm, his I, asshole I, I, waxed, <laughs> and I stand a guy with a waxed asshole. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I like I me like too. Trey, but let's be honest, Trey is not going to win this competition. No. All right, let's um let's move on to Tasha visiting Katie and. You know, she brings up this whole point. She's like, well, there's a guy that's from my past and I think he'd be great for you. And I think that's I. Okay. Did you I mean, listen, I, I can only give my perspective and from my history and who I am. Was there any type of vibe there? It kind to me, it felt like 
the the cool girl in high school fucking with the new the new <laughs> the fresh meat. Yes. Like what so a you weird agree. way to s- Yes, exactly. So you agree you think you're really pretty. <laughs> that was <Yes>. like <laughs> That was the tone. That, that was kind of the tone. Definitely not mean girl vibes, but like I I'm higher than you vibes, like yes. hierarchy vibes. I felt yes. they don't know each other that well because they're never around. Like I, it felt like uncomfortable because they, because even when she's like, oh my God, wait, don't cry. You, you're going to make me want to cry. Yeah. I'm like, Give her a hug. <laughs> yeah. And then it was- at the same time, I don't, maybe it's me personally, but I don't think I've ever had a guy that I've actually liked and, and, maybe we like went on a few dates or something and been like, you know what? You'd be really good with my friend. Like if yeah. I actually liked this guy, I'm not giving him to my obviously, friend regardless of whether we're dating or not. Obviously Tasha never liked Blake in a real way, but also I felt like Katie's face when Tasha was like an old friend of mine. Katie was like, please don't be John Paul Jones. Please don't be John Paul Jones. Please don't be John Paul Jones. <laughs> well, I, it just, I, I mean like the, to me, it like it, it really felt like um, what's the movie with Nev Campbell and where they're rich? The Craft? No, it's <laughs> <laughs> Cruel Intentions. Sean said, "Yes, it felt very Cruel Intentions. Yes. It felt very Cruel Intentions. Like you know, I know someone from my past that has <laughs> really been talking about you a oh, lot lately, and yeah. you're like." She's and, like, and I just, threw him that, away. That like, was kind of the hierarchy. Trash. And then they, oh, what would I do? Please, God. You know, so I, 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 yeah, it's, it just, I, like, if someone set you up without, and then she goes, who is it? And she goes, I don't want to tell you. Like, it's, it feels like a lie when the last scene is like the girl, the gals hanging on the couch, cackling at all these like dares. And then the next scene, she's like, well, I can't tell you. Like, like, are, are you like? Why are you the puppet master? Yeah, like, her not telling, up. her not telling. It, it was just, it was weird. It was just like, oh, I, it's like the Carl thing. There's somebody here who is mm. not here for the wrong reasons. Okay, who is it? I can't tell you. That's not a. F- you're not a friend. Like, like this is a we. This is a bad example on a dating show of how to be a friend to someone who's dating. Because yes. Tasha's the engaged person. Oh, someone from my past has come back to come and make you their their <laughs> boy, girlfriend. It's like, okay, uh, so who is it? And then it's like, I don't get one scrawl. Like, this is a bad fix-up. This is not how people want to be fixed up. People want to know, who is it? Ah, no, send them home. I don't want to. So, like, and I, I know it's a show. And I know she has. she's told I can't say anything. But, like. When you start at someone from my past, it doesn't sound like you're like, it just sounds like you're giving them your sloppy seconds. Yes, absolutely. And then also the way it should have went down is that Taisha should have showed up and then been like, I have someone outside here that wants to like Mm. meet you. I've known him before. You know what I mean? Like she should have brought him. Yeah. And when you fix someone up, you pump up. You don't make someone feel like they're not a great choice for them. And you have to say, this guy's great. I I like him, but I, you know that's I know that's not fair to the other people. But I have to admit my biases. And just like like for if someone came to me and was just like, yeah, there's this guy from my past. I'd be like, get him away. I don't, why would I want to be with someone that you don't think is great, or won't even like hype up mm-hmm. a little bit? Yeah, 
I need the hype. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I, I also think it's weird that they keep on saying, like, it's Blake's third time. Like, it's not his fault that Claire left. I don't... Th- that is such a female thing that... <laughs> so it's your third time. It's like, yeah, technically. Oh, okay, so you're saying I'm right. You know, like, it's like, that is yeah. something. Yeah. Like, yeah, Claire, you know, had a, a, a meltdown in her season, leaves, and then, you know, Tasia dates... It's not like he, like, re... There's a difference when you audition three times versus you just twice, show up. You know? Yeah, yeah. They made it seem all of a sudden like none of us knew who Blake was. Like they started with previews of showing Blake. Like before mm. this season, ABC released Blake's name. They showed the the trailer with him, and then like week two, they decided to make it a surprise again. I just think it's so bizarre that like. I'm like, are we just pretending that those teasers didn't happen where you fully showed Blake getting out of a car? Right. No, I mean, I just I I was going to talk about the whole like Blake thing in general and, you know, him showing back up. They spoke on Instagram leading up to this. I don't I don't I feel weird about Blake being there. I feel like this is just a ploy for it doesn't feel right. Well, lucky for me, I don't have a short memory. Blake also DM'd Claire before their season. Blake is a DMer. This is a part of his history. Remember they had this big moment where Blake, you know, she was like going to get him in trouble. And she was like, instead of being mad at him, she was like, I like your gumption. You know, like it wasn't, this is his move. So I'd like to know how many former contestants Blake has DMed. Like we get this big reveal. Uh, Kay? <laughs> so... I'm just saying, like, this guy, he's, like, the hopeless romantic guy that's supposedly his background, and it's like, I don't buy it. And then we get this reveal, and he says to her, "If I, I promise you if I make it to the end, you're going to be engaged. And it's like, that's a, f- like, dude, I would have kicked him out right there. That's a crazy thing to that even say to That is a crazy thing. To, I thought the exact same thing. The second he was like, if it's us at the end of this, we will get engaged. Like, what? What? Like, as if... Like, as if, like, that's the only thing that matters in life is to get engaged. Like, what about you enjoying her company and thinking that she's a good match for you, Blake? Like, so you're like, you've never met in person. Yeah. So you're just like, I promise you we'll be engaged if we get to the end. Like, I know that's how the show goes, but that is just like, that's a promise you can't really keep. You can't make sure to keep or uh, you can't make sure to honestly keep. I also I want to see that DM because she was like. Um, Blake DM'd me about my bold personality during uh, my season. And I'm like, okay, so it, they definitely already like sexted via DMs. Well, well, he's also known for being like a horn dog. Like he got the boner during the thing with Tasha. They like showed that on the mentel all. And like, apparently he's known for like making, he's like the horniest guy in the house. So he is like, this girl is the right girl for him. Oh, yeah, because remember when they were like, all he talks about is sex? Yes. When <laughs> when did they say that? On Tasha's season. It was on Tasha's season. Yeah, but That's he's like known for being... The other guys were like, all, all Blake talks about is having sex. Yeah, so I just... I, I have bad vibes about Blake just because, like you guys said, it, him making that sort of... Um, promise is so weird and especially because it's definitely something Katie wants to hear because Katie all she has been saying is 
I want this, like at the end of this, there should be an engagement. She said that so many times. So in my head, I'm like, oh, well, he just said this. So maybe she's going to pick him in the end just so she can get engaged and have this engagement mm. at the end. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that comes when it comes down to the last two that goes into your decision making process. Like, you know, it's like it, it, you get to the end of the competition. You go, OK, well, one person I don't know what, what will happen. Like and this is the, kind of the problem with dating, like dating someone with the goal of being engaged is like a really like tough spot to be in with someone like that's not like, is it about you or is it just about this thing? So like that kind of carrot is something Blake's putting out there. That that's really not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Selling a little or a lot <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business what I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level I know we use Shopify here at Betches and honestly anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. We go to the rose ceremony. And again, there's another fight about, you know, whether we should say something about uh, Thomas. And well, isn't this where Thomas like goes to her room first? Yeah, Thomas goes yeah. to her room first looking like of like a Vegas roulette dealer. <laughs> Everybody loves to make, I'm like, I kind of like that chocolate. Oh, I liked it, but it was, it <laughs> gave me very much costume vibes. Well, well, Oscar Nunez from the office was in state farm commercials and he's wearing this. The guy who looks like Oscar Nunez is wearing the state farm jacket. Thomas is a very, yes. very, very hot version of Oscar Nunez from the office. Listen, rich man's Oscar Nunez, but it, it's still it's still there. The look is there. And just like the fact that he wore the red jacket after with the state farm, I was like, I was dying. 
He looks like he would be Oscar Nunez's brother that you're like, oh, wow, your brother's so hot. Like, that's the kind of, <laughs> yeah. the kind of vibe of Thomas. I think that the, the sign of a Cretan of the sea uh, liar is when someone sits in front of you and holds both of your hands to have a conversation. Ugh, and that's I what Thomas that. did. The second he sat down with Katie and did that, I'm like, oh, this man's such a liar. Like, he learned this at a... Uh, like convention on how to get women. It he also is, did a he also did a very big lie move when you make the other person start talking first. So he go he goes to meet Katie and then he says, "So I've heard some things," and he wants her to basically tell him what to say. He wants her to tell him what to say. So he's like, right. "You get talking first." So that I can like match and mimic everything you're saying. So then Katie does a smart thing because she goes, well, why don't you tell me what's going on? So she passes it back to him. So that's why he sounded like even more of a liar because he didn't say anything. Thomas spent his whole speech doing like love mad libs. He's just saying like things that you've like, like, you know, that whole fear and love speech he gave earlier. But now he had no direction to know what she was mad about at all. Like all he knows is like, she has been told some things and the whole house is kind of icing me right now. And then he doesn't get the script. Yeah. And then when, when they go downstairs and he's like, I did you guys a favor. Basically. I just, I wanted to save, save you guys time and not waste any more time. So I actually went to her room and delayed this entire (laughs) evening by three hours. Cause even when he's like, dude, it's midnight. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Oh, I didn't know it was that late. It really? It was late. Yeah, they were. The guy, that's why another reason him, why they're so like, pissed. Because he was like, I, I wanted to save time. And the guy's like, save us time. It's literally midnight. And I was like, wow, they don't start the row ceremony until midnight. That's horrific. Horrific. That's crazy. Yeah. So I just, I, I, I don't know. I, And then the Aaron situation, Aaron and Andrew get into a back and forth and Aaron literally yells like, don't yell at me. Like, I felt like I was watching Step Brothers. You know, when they're like (laughs) adults. I do like him. I like, you know, it's not for nothing. Like he, all of his anger is for something. Like Thomas walks in. He's like, oh yeah, you run a little late. Like he's like a ball buster. Like I kind of like that about him. He is though. I don't know how I feel about him. He also just seems like not, into katie that much yeah it doesn't seem like it's happening for them no he's just he seems like a tough person to connect to like he's like a kind of guy that you're like so how's work good good yeah 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 he does have that like man's man i don't reveal any feelings but i ball bust about everything kind of like character yeah he just looks he even looks mad he yeah, looks he like he, look w- he would still use gay as like to mean stupid do you know what i mean yeah sure sure (laughs) sure, yeah like he's like bro that's like mad gay (laughs) he does have that he does have that jersey shore fist pumpy type of like vibes feel vibes yeah um and then so thomas uh thomas walks back in and obviously everybody's pissed you even see little like sweet connor b um being like well, you know, you don't really see him talk back and you like yeah. felt him getting flustered. And so when you see him get flustered and then you also have Hunter, who's clearly 
Hunter, Hunter's like, I'm really mad as he's smiling. Like he's like, yeah, this is the most mad I've ever been. I don't, they showed. Did they? Did you see the preview for next week with Hunter, where it looks like he like blood bathes all of them? Yeah, it's kind of hot. Hunter also says the wrong words sometimes. If you notice, he'll like say like adjective to describe words so he'll be like it's just delusioner and it's like no it's delusional <laughs> like there was like two times he does that he also looks like he him in a tie is ridiculous he looks like his mom <laughs> dressed him for church it like he wears this powder blue tie and it's always too big and his head is small it's just like i i the whole look this like taylor lautner like he's uh, he's going to his cousin's baptism and his yeah. mom is like his mom is like you don't get to do the easter egg hunt unless you put on the tie yeah he just has that look it's so and just him saying i'm just so mad while he's in his first communion outfit <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> uh, uh, that's <laughs> that was a very good one Okay, so so I really want to make a comment about Katie and how good she looks because this is what we needed the whole fucking season. I was like, did the fucking glam team, their plane finally landed, episode four? <laughs> well, so which dress are we talking about? The, the sparkly, rose ceremony dress. The rose ceremony yeah. spark. She had a red lip. Give me very much Her Taylor makeup Swift. Was definitely, she didn't, like, she had fake lashes on. Uh, I saw the a, lashes a glam. I don't know. I I thought she looked very good. It it's like it's only when she's next to the other two that I'm like, do they have separate stylists? Like you want yeah. you like and and I I don't know what it is. It's uh, maybe it was more during the dare portion of this like episode. I was like, you know, Katie's like always in flannels, but that's her look too. Like she's like a like a very relaxed type of person, so maybe that's just the difference in their like their vibes, I guess. There was also like another scene where um, like Tasha was in a cute sweater and jeans. And then Caitlin was also in like a red striped sweater and like jeans. Very cute. And then Katie was in this like prairie dress that was like <laughs> floral. I'm like, what? <laughs> What's happening? What? Like it just all of it seems just well, so it, strange. It seems like they don't like you know generally don't women call each other they'll be like what are you wearing tonight so you don't make sure you don't like what's the vibe tonight are we going dresses are we going heels are we going jeans are we going shirts it feels like they're not on the same group chat like there's they're a caitlin and not on the same group yeah chat. they don't even have they're, each other's phone numbers yeah absolutely caitlin and Tasha are on one group chat and then there's a production person that's texting all three of them at the same time and they don't even have her numbers saved it feels like that mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> the unre- oh that must be that must be katie you know yeah <laughs> but yeah she looks beyond and then they she finally comes out the rose ceremony starts hunter gets the first rose which was really sweet then when we finally get to the end with thomas or did he say this at the beginning was it the beginning before the rose ceremony started he was like let he me stepped say out. something. He's, he, he stepped out to like a pot. He did, again, a liar's move. Get in front of it. You know, he's like, he gets out and he goes, I want to stop everything to apologize to everyone for taking up your time. And I, it seemed like now that you mentioned that it was midnight, I think it seemed like he was apologizing for that, that he's 
like taking up your time, your time. You know, he does this whole speech. He gets his like whatever minute, you know, to Katie and the guys. And like no one buys it. Like you just feel like everyone's like, oh, get, no. get the fuck out of here. But I couldn't remember if it was at the beginning of the rose ceremony or if it was right before the last rose. I think it was the no, beginning. It was beginning. It was, be- it it was, was beginning. beginning. But when she called him up at the end and all the guys' faces, like their jaws dropped, mine also did too. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, she's keeping I, the suit after every red flag that was thrown. As soon as they cut to commercial, I was like, no, she's definitely not keeping him. I think it's weird that she didn't just like do all of this in the hotel room. It's definitely weird. It, it feels very much. Uh, this was my listen as a uh, uh, we've already announced our Katie bias here on this podcast. But this was a move that was like very Nick Vial for me. Very produced. She had a line ready. This was very the, this was the power moment. And yeah. it's like, Chris, I totally agree with you. You you knew in the hotel you didn't buy it so fucking send him home then send the you know send send the luggage guy I think you know? she wanted to publicly drag him because all the guys had said something and she wanted to show them and be like yeah I got this and this will happen to you if but it's like that's like the same as like calling out a ghoster like this guy Thomas is gonna lie to the next person you didn't teach anyone a lesson like I I it's one of those things you go like okay like you're a ba- like it, you ever like. Uh, this is going to be a reference that both of you will totally understand. You know when like um, a receiver like dances in the end zone <laughs> yeah. after they score a touchdown? Well, when they dance, like that is the most athletic thing in the world to me. Like you've just scored a touchdown. It is like out of nowhere, out of the blue, and then you have a prepared choreographed dance. Like <laughs> it takes like a super athlete to be able to do that, to have the presence of mind. Katie, to have, you know – Nobody thinks off the t- most people can't think off the top of the head. Your audition is over. You know, like that was a, just a very written scene and for I, me. I feel like it, it. If I had been Katie, that would have taken away from the rest of the evening because all I would have been thinking all night was like, oh, at the end of the night, I have to like do this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like instead of just getting rid of him and then like feeling relaxed for the rest of the night with with the other and guys. getting to know them and then yeah and then to make this big speech and be like okay he's gone but hold on i have to go get blake actually so sorry i forgot what? about blake to the point where i she had that last rose called thomas up said all that shit to him sent him home and then i was like so she's just not gonna give the rose out the last rose out i was like there's <laughs> like another guy here that could definitely take it and then it's like oh right blake yeah, she goes to supposedly another hotel. So there's another shittier hotel nearby. <laughs> like, like what's going on? Like, he was like, "Can do you want to move in the house?" He's like, "Uh, like, like what? Like, what is he at a Holiday Inn Express?" Also, was Blake masturbating? Like, he came to the door, like, "Oh, oh my God, it's you!" Like, look through the keyhole, look through the yeah. aisle. And if somebody's coming to your door, you have time to put on some pants. You have time to like. Hello. Yeah. Also, he like put on the world's tightest shorts and then a baggy like sweatshirt top. And I was, it was a very, yeah, very weird scene. But how did yeah. Katie get to the to the Motel 6 by the <laughs> by the Albuquerque, the Albuquerque she International walked, Airport? Take a left at the Wolves and you'll <laughs> end up at the 
hotel sex. I, I, I just couldn't like the idea that like Blake is just waking up. Like he, he it reminded me of, like a toddler. Like when you're like, hey, and you know they're fake. Like when you were younger, you'd fake sleep, and your parents would be like, wake up. You're like, what? Are you here? <laughs> really? You know, I f- like I fell asleep studying. That was yeah, like- exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then, but then it also makes me think. So he's not allowed to stay in the hotel or whatever that they're at. Did did Heather when she showed up for Matt season just have to sleep in the van that yeah. night? Like, was she allowed? <laughs> was she allowed to stay anywhere because they're in the middle of nowhere where there's probably not an- another hotel around? Like, <laughs> what? yeah, literally though. I don't know. I felt that was like weird. It also does feel like Katie's into him though. Like I felt like her at the door. I I don't know. There was definitely a vibe there, but I'm like, maybe they're both just weird. No, she's into him for sure. For sure. Yeah. There's a vibe. And I, it's, I, I think like you mentioned the sex stuff, like that could be a part of it too. You're like, Oh, I know that like, this is a fun person. This is a person that's going to be, you know, down for, and, and we don't know what those DMs said. I still don't trust Blake, though. I think this is, uh, there's. Oh, I don't at all. You come back on the show as if there's not one other single woman that you could on ever date. On the planet. On the planet. Like, you, like, dude, go on paradise. Like, like the idea that, like, I saw you and I knew, like, you know, have you gone on one date since you were on the show? Like, what are you talking about? And then he, well, and then he also said during that, he was like, uh, he was like, this is not the situation that I wanted us to meet in. Like, but it's like, well, then yeah, why didn't rather... you meet her before? Or like, <laughs> why aren't you meeting her after? Like, you know how this yeah. works. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather this have been in San Diego when I was already out in the gas lamp district at 2 a.m. <laughs> you know, like what? Let's get into our weekly categories. Who do you guys have your t- has your top three choices for Katie? Uh, I said Blake, Greg, and Michael A. Mm, I have a, uh, I have Greg, Blake, and Andrew S. I think she really likes him. Yeah, I, I have Greg, a- Greg, Andrew S. and Michael A. So I we're all Greg, we're though. all hovering the, around the same thing. Greg, I you, but you could see she's buying it in the same way. Buying Blake, it, she's buying it. Yeah, villain. For the, I said the producers because I feel like they're creating like weird tension even between Caitlin and Tasha and Katie. Like I'm like, why aren't you just letting this poor girl talk to her to the hosts? Like all the places where they used to bring in Chris Harrison whenever the Bachelorette would be having a meltdown. Now it's just like her looking in a mirror. So yeah. I don't know. I think that the, the producers are doing her dirty. I, that's a really good point. I um, I said Thomas, but that was just like the obvious answer. The The final speech was just so like not the final bad. speech, but the apology was just beyond. Yeah, yeah. I had Caitlin and Taisha. I, I guess there, that's a good point, Chris, to like say like the producers can make this easier. Like the fact that they're the special guests and not the hosts is like crazy. Like, like we get them involved or like or don't you know like i or don't half this half thing of like them hang the the, just again this is i'm repeating myself but they're hang at the 
the truth or dare competition is like laughs and fun. And then all of a sudden they turn into like the sorority sister with a pledge. Like, and it's like, it doesn't look great. It feels very much like competition. These two women, competition they, and that they're in and Katie isn't in yet. Like only former bachelorettes. And it's like, it also doesn't help that they're both engaged or, you know, they're both like, you know, they got the rings on and she doesn't. You know, it's just the, the look of it all is just really kind of off-putting. I totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. All right. Would you rather, Chris, you want to go first? I said, um, would you rather it be Blake being added or John Paul Jones? I go John Paul Jones. I think I think he is a, like Blake to me is like tacky. Like I'm just like John Paul Jones had some like got the joke about himself was fun. Like he, I, I don't know. I like it. I like him as a character better. I agree. Somebody even somebody even compared Blake to Nick Vial. Somebody was like, Blake is the Nick Vial of our generation or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I could see him. But like, I, it, it, he's only been on twice. But because there was two at the beginning, everybody is counting that as like a third. He, he just plays up this whole, I can't find love. I'm just trying to find love and I can't find it. And it's like, shut up, dude. Would you rather be brought on the show and be made the villain or be brought on the show and not have any airtime? Because there are so many guys that have, I mean, that have not spoken once. The other Andrew, like, I, I he just showed up this week. Who? I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'd rather be the villain. I'd rather get your time. Especially if you're getting brought on, like, you can make that fun. Yeah. I don't know because I feel like the villain doesn't really like usually excel after the bachelorette in any kind mm, of way. That's true. So I'm like, I would rather just have no airtime and then try again. <laughs> well, well, I, I don't I don't think we see Thomas ever again. Like Thomas doesn't have a personality. It's not like Thomas was a fun villain. Thomas, Thomas was rumored, just more like rumored to be on Paradise. Re- like, but he didn't say anything. Like it, no. it was just like a. It was a blank space. I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, if you're going to be the villain, like, play it up. I, I, you know, go full Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, fair. I, I also think about the fact that, like, um, my roommate made a really good point. If you get brought on the show and you're the villain, it's like at least they, you know, think that you could be good in something or, like, see something in you that's good for TV. If you br- get brought on the show and you don't even have any, if you don't get any airtime, they don't even think you have enough personality to be shown. Yeah, they were <laughs> <laughs> like, that's offensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If a bachelor, if a bachelorette contestant falls in the woods, does anyone here? You quit your job, <laughs> you leave your home for months and you still don't get, you get nothing. Yeah. Fair. I had, would you rather um, be set up with someone that you can't see or hook up with someone that your friend has recently dumped? Say that again. So you either have the choice of getting set up on a date with someone, but you can't see them. It's a true blind date. They okay. don't even get their name. Or you randomly hook up with someone your friend has dumped. I would have to do the blind date because I would. I feel Takes like up hooking up with somebody that my friend is already like, you know, been with would be strange unless we had spoken about it before. Yeah. 
I it takes. I don't know. Gay community is weird. I'm like, what's the big deal? I hook up with one of my friends' exes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, I have. I, I, <laughs> I I'll go with the blind date just because it would be more exciting. Like the hooking up with a friend's ex, you're like, they've been around this group before. Like uh, uh, I, I've seen this as a rerun. And there could be potential with the blind date, and yeah. you already know probably this guy that they've hooked up with, and you it, the chances that it goes somewhere is slim. Is zero and none. Yeah, true. All right, um, paradise picks. I have Thomas, Hunter, and Justin. God, I'm obsessed with Justin. His face, I could watch it all day. Justin, I Big feel like... Big Justin fan. I like Justin, but I feel like all he really does is those facial expressions. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't know anything else about him other than he like makes very intense facial expressions. Well, he's the uh, he's the artist and he was involved in the discussion. I liked his place in the discussion around Aaron when like he when Aaron was calling people out or calling out Thomas when he first walked in. He did get involved in the scrum a little bit. I had ju- I had for my paradise picks I had Justin, Aaron and Trey. Um I think that those three and I I kind of feel like Trey and Michael A are like up for the bachelor. Mm. Um, Michael A. Yeah. I have Thomas, Aaron, Trey, so we're we're all pretty much on the same page. Mm-hmm. Okay, cringiest moment. Thomas sitting and holding her hands in the hotel room really made me cringe. <laughs> Nothing says I'm lying to you like taking both of my hands. um mine i know i'm gonna catch heat from this because i know he listens to the podcast but (laughs) here goes nothing there was a part when brendan uh was talking to katie and this is the first time we've really seen brendan and katie talk and he went into he was like there's just so many things i like about you like you have so many amazing qualities and then he's like like you're a sweetheart and like he couldn't like i remember this scene he couldn't list like one quality and and i was like oh no come on because he doesn't know her he's he's talked to her for a total of like 11 minutes he doesn't know her also katie was so distracted by the whole thing like she was like there she's like we're you could tell she's like i'm not even gonna cheers you guys um we're probably gonna get to the rose ceremony and he's like can i steal you and it's like oh dude timing just oh yeah she (laughs) was like i'm like she's like looking through him she's not even like there (laughs) i'm sorry brendan i know you are listening to this (laughs) i think you're cool brendan it's not your fault it's not your fault i think think you're cool i think you'd be fun to play hockey with i think we could go to tim hortons and enjoy a coffee um i'd like to go and visit the Mounties with you and take a picture. Like he's all Canadian shit. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, all right, Jared. Or wait. I had a cringy moment was Tasha setting up uh, Katie. It just, it was so steeped in that whole, just like you said, Chris, Mean Girls. Like that, it, it felt like it was out of that movie. Like, so you think you're pretty. So you mm-hmm. think you want to be set up with my ex. You know, yeah. it's like, mm. and it's just like, I don't know. I, I, it, it, you can't fake friendship and they, and, and every time they do, and then go back to this, like 
older, you know, wiser, engaged person mode. It just doesn't. It's it's They're icky the exact to me. same age. Yeah, I know, right? And it's like, <laughs> but this happens all the time. Like, if you ask, like, like the worst people with dating advice are like engaged women. Because they always make it about mm-hmm. their engagement. They never look at it from like, so it'll be like, yeah, this, you know, this, she won't text me back. And she's like, well, when I met Paul. And you're like, okay, shut up about Paul. You know, like, yeah. It's like, so it kind of has that vibe. I don't know. So, and I think that also, like, I do agree. I think that's the producer's fault that it's the show never lets them, like, the show never wants to lose. So they do nothing. Instead of actually, they never take chances. And I guess making them like full on hosts and changing that role would be a chance. But um, who do you who do you think won the week? I think Katie. Uh, Katie like took control. I feel of the house and did what she had to do. So I, I think Katie. Also, maybe Caitlin and Tasha because they got airtime. <laughs> um, I said. I said Andrew S. I like that he spoke up about the drama thing. I think I'm on his side with that. I think I would rather just like let if I see something wrong or whatever, like then I'll I'll call it out. Like let me make that decision. Like I would rather I feel- like spend my time getting to know you guys. Um. Yeah. I feel like I would be like more quiet about it. I'd be like, yeah, you should do it. Go for it. <laughs> and then he like yeah. that's why I'm like why are you arguing just say just you know just yes yes and shut them up and then don't d- d- say anything to her like that's a, that's a very that's a very like Caitlin Bristow strategy <laughs> you know like yeah. that's a, she would agree with that strategy let somebody else take the heat yeah yeah no you just stay quiet and then you have your own date you know yeah like literally like yeah trey you should do that go for it i mean anytime my <laughs> friend's like i think i'm gonna it's like when somebody's like i'm gonna say something to our boss about this and you're like okay go for that you should do that cool <laughs> and then when the boss that. is like does everyone feel this way you're like looking around the room waiting for someone else to shake their head first <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. All right. I, I, I had the winner of the week being Michael A. And even in a week where he was on the show for literally two minutes, he had the most like realistic, nice, like honest thing to say. He even said, he goes, we can all disagree and respect each other at the same time. He has this whole like speech about like, you know, everyone's, he's like, you know, if you think you should tell her, that's great. If you don't think you should tell her, I agree with that. You know, he took that road and then he has two minutes with her. They have a makeout scene. He just like, he basically popped in to just like remind her that she even said, she goes, I, I, I keep thinking about our date. And he's like, I am too. And it's like, why? Like this dude, even in a week, he's not there. He's winning. Yeah. Fair. He always looks like he's about to cry though. Like every time he's about to speak, it just looks like he's like, what like it's it's like constant tears are getting ready to stream out of his face i don't know okay well um we'll be back next week and until then obviously make sure you guys are following us on instagram at the bachelor and on twitter at bachelor pod we have the bachelor breakdown that you guys um can also subscribe to you can follow me at k york city me if i carry and i'm at jared freed and we will see you next week bye Batches.